0: It's a blow-by-blow blow in the deadliest prison riot in American history. Today I'm talking about Attica. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello movie friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast, I am Scott, and today I'm talking about the recent uh, documentary called Attica, which is available on Showtime, and is actually, I think, available on Amazon Prime for free preview for the rest of the month, so uh, I def- I highly recommend it, and I'll explain why. I've bitterly joked that almost every issue in American society has never gone away, it's just morphed or gone underground. By now, I think many more people are aware of the terrible conditions in America's prisons, and how the for-profit prison model harms everyone. But if today's documentary about the 1971 Attica prison riot is any indication, we, as a society, haven't learned very much. In 1971, the unthinkable happened when the prisoners of Attica State Prison in New York took control of the prison with guards as hostages. Following this unprecedented situation from start to finish from participants and observers, the film explains why the riot happened and the series of irresponsible, if not hateful, series of decisions that led to dozens of deaths and hundreds of grievous injuries. Like a lot of documentaries of its ilk, it's hard to lay out why Attica works as well as it does without getting into the nitty-gritty of the incident itself especially because the film operates in chronological order. So let's dig into what the film does so well. First, we've got a great blend of mediums. Attica has a lot of material at its disposal, including photographs, audio recordings, video, and interviews with former inmates or witnesses. What's not easy to do is to blend all of those together to piece together a story. Thankfully, directors Tracy Curry and Stanley Nelson are up to the task. While the film is mostly told from the witnesses' point of view, the archived footage is used to enhance and provide imagery for the story. For instance, when the former inmates describe seeing a helicopter, we see said helicopter flying over the prison. Same goes for when they describe the horrific abuse portrayed by the guards. It's one thing to hear a story from someone who was there, it's another to see how it played out via photographs and video. We also get context, what without the euphemisms. To hear many of the parties describe it, Attica was a powder keg waiting to happen. The discrepancy between the racial makeup of the guards and the inmates was a problem, as was rampant abuse and underfunding. Combine that with growing sentiments of black pride and the death of an influential inmate, something like this was bound to happen. You hear families of guards talk about how terrified their fathers were to go to work every day. But Attica doesn't lean into how many people may have viewed the event. For instance, a Black Pride versus the War on Crime or something like that. If anything, the film highlights how political rhetoric was used to defend the indefensible and how it shaped decision-making. For instance, the governor took a harder-line stance because he had presidential aspirations and spoke directly to Nixon in the midst of all of this. And finally, it doesn't shy away from the horror. Attica is one of the saddest and best examples of how... Violent, careless, white supremacist authority hurts everyone involved. Though the end of the hostage standoff was portrayed as a successful police operation that retook the prison, even in mainstream media, the film makes no attempts to defend or gloss over the violence that took place. In essence, a group of men not trained for situations like this opened indiscriminate fire with shotguns on men who were at best armed with sharp sticks with lungs full of pepper gas, including the prison guards they came to defend all while telling everyone to put their hands up and get on the ground. Nearly eight people, including at least nine hostages, died from gunshot wounds, and none of them were capable of truly fighting back. But how can you call this overreach or white supremacist, I hear you wondering? Well, a police officer screaming white power on camera after the operation was dubbed successful by a police official is one, hostages being shot as they ran to their alleged comrades, and Nixon asking the government if any white people were killed, making sure it was the black people that were deemed responsible, and a National Guard unit being told what they saw was wrong, but not to say anything. That'll do it for me. The verdict is it's important. Suitably harrowing, Attica is a rough reminder of how little progress our society has made, and how many crimes we've tried to forget.